0: Hey there, and welcome to Branded by Amazing. This is episode number eight, and today we're gonna talk about Amazon advertising. I am Matt Clark, the CEO of Amazing. And I'm
1: Mike McClary, I'm the Chief Product Officer of Amazing. Uh, In the news now, recently, just last month, Amazon had their Prime Day for 2021, which was a little out of out of place because they had the prime day only eight months ago previously back in October of last year. And that's because there was a delay. They had the pandemic last year. They kept pushing it back. And they finally decided we can't keep pushing it back. It's a huge day for their sellers and them. So they had it in October. So eight months later in June this month, we had prime day. And based upon what news source you're reading, All indications are they did better this Prime Day than last year. Uh, Amazon doesn't release their exact revenue numbers. They talk about how many hundreds of millions of products were sold. They don't really talk about revenue numbers, but a lot of analysts uh, are saying that they had an increase somewhere, maybe around 7% or so, which is probably a lot less than what was last year, uh, but still an increase nonetheless, and probably hundreds of millions of dollars more than they did the previous Prime Day. So um, if things seemed a little slow, um, you know, that's probably why, you know, Amazon has been selling really well throughout the pandemic. So they didn't have all this pent up demand that may have normally, you may have normally have when a regular Prime Day comes around. Also, there's less time since the last Prime Day, which also would have had, you know, Black Friday and Cyber Monday in between that. So there's been some big selling events, which is why this Prime Day probably wasn't as big as everyone's stock, you know, was hoping for. But I don't know about you, Matt, but still hundreds of millions of dollars more for a slow time, you know, growth still a pretty good increase over the previous year.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people right now are seeing kind of lower than expected uh, physical product sales because I mean, over the past year and a half, it's just been crazy. I mean, you've seen all the numbers, the backed up shipping, everything. People, if you're selling physical products, because people are stuck at home, so rather than buying, you know, uh, extra haircuts or dentist appointments or vacations or whatever, they just started buying all this stuff. And so I think now that people finally have the freedom to do all these different services and travel and all this kind of stuff they couldn't do. I think all their time and money is going there. I mean, I don't know about you. I just got back from the airport yesterday and it was crazy packed here in Austin, uh, coming back at like 6 PM. And so I think that's kind of what's happening right now. I mean, like you said, also, you know, just their last prime day was only eight months ago. I'm sure a couple of those factors, um, still an increase, which is awesome considering their size and everything. Um, probably lower than expected. I think because a lot of those reasons, um, so today, we're going to, like we said earlier, is going to talk about Amazon advertising. So we want to talk about your different options here, because if you already sell on Amazon, you're probably aware of most of this, but maybe you're not fully aware of some of the options, and kind of want to talk about our general strategy. This is just such a fundamental part of selling on Amazon, especially today, because believe it or not, I don't know how many years ago it was, but I was... You know, we were teaching people how to sell on Amazon, we were selling on Amazon, so we saw the introduction of Amazon advertising. Like, it wasn't a thing when we first started out. When I first started selling on Amazon, when um, you know we first started teaching people how to sell on Amazon, it literally didn't exist. And then all of a sudden, you can advertise on Amazon, and that kind of changed the whole game uh, especially over time. And so today, today we want to talk about kind of the fundamentals of your different options um, and also the general strategy that we recommend. So Mike's going to be primarily leading this. And so let's talk about the uh, different types that are available and you know, kind of what the differences are between them.
1: Yeah, let's start off with the bread and butter. It's called sponsored product ads. And that was the one you're talking about. I believe it was 2014 when they first announced it. Uh, you know, we've been selling it. You had taught me back in 2013, I've been selling for a little over a year and then they come up with this new thing, you know, called sponsored products ads. Maybe it may have even had a different name back then. not sure what it was, but basically you could tell Amazon, if people search for this search term, whether it's, you know, like organic coffee, uh, whatever it is, I want my product to show up there. And that's, they started off, it was really dirt cheap back then too. Um, you're paying, you know, 10, 15 cents per click. I uh, Wish it were that way today. It's not really that way right now, uh, but that's when they started off and then probably, you know, Thinking back then we all knew that this was going to be something very very big for Amazon as they wanted to grow themselves and help their sellers This new channel of advertising was gonna be huge and it has become huge But sponsored product ads now are still the bread and butter if you're selling on Amazon You absolutely should use it and basically um, It's kind of what I just mentioned before Sponsored products ads allows you to have your product show up when people are searching for certain search terms on Amazon. Whatever you believe that your customers will search for and you want your product to show up, you simply place a bid. It's an open auction or market, like kind of a marketplace auction. They call it out there where the tech, you know, typically the highest bidder gets the click. There are some, a few other factors in there. Like if your product converts really well, then you'll pay a little less than everyone else. Um, You know, that's probably the main thing out there, but also the quality of your listing, things like that. But in general, You bid what you're willing to pay for every click and then people search. If they click on your ad, they go to your product and hopefully they buy your product. Those are sponsored product ads. You have a couple different options in there. Uh, One is manual targeting. That's the one that came out, you know, originally Matt and I were talking about it, 2014 or so, where you put in the search terms. They then came out with something else called automatic targeting. So if you don't know, like let's say you're starting out and you're not really sure exactly what people will be searching for when they wanna buy your product, you can use what's called automatic targeting. Amazon will then decide where to show your product. Uh, When people are doing searches or maybe when people are looking at other products out there that are similar to yours, they'll start showing your product out there. And then Amazon optimizes that over time. Uh, What we do in our business is we do both. We know what search terms people are looking for, so we advertise on those manually. And then we also use this automatic campaign to do a lot of data mining. Uh, Amazon does a great job of showing your product all over the place, different types of customers, on different products, competitor screens, uh, to see if people might be interested in yours, and then you can see the results of those. You can, you know, within a matter of a day or so, you can download reports and then actually see what people search for, and then which searches were converting for you. There, and then you can use that to optimize your sales. As a matter of fact, so uh, sponsor product ads, both automatic, manual, great. Everyone should be using them. You should be optimizing these in order to grow sales and also increase your rankings. We had a, you know, we had, we're gonna have another podcast here shortly about ranking uh, and using sponsored product ads is a great way. If you have a product that converts really well for a certain search term, spend money on that because not only will you make sales profitably, you'll also increase in the rankings as well. Did, well, you, want wow. to, did you want me to no. add something? <laughs> <laughs> uh the next one i want to talk about then is going to be uh sponsored brands Uh, now this used to be called headline video ads like these are fairly new only been up for a few years but what they are, they're a little different than sponsored product ads out there. Where sponsored product ads let your product show up anywhere in the search results. So people do a search, they see your product, sometimes near the top, sometimes in the middle, sometimes the bottom, sometimes on other product pages. Sponsored brands have your product show at the headlines, the very top. So think of the most valuable real estate on Amazon. When people are searching, if your products show up at the very top of the page, that's incredibly valuable. That's why they used to be called sponsored headline ads because that's how they were in the headline. Uh, now they call them sponsored brands because really you have to be brand registered in order to use them. And you also cannot just advertise one single product. That's one of the downfalls of these. If you're just starting off, you only have one product, you can't use them. They want you to advertise multiple products because they, they'll have a banner up there that will highlight usually three products. And then if they click on a product, they go to that page. If they click on your logo, which is another part of the sponsored brand's headline, uh, it'll go to a page showing all your products. Again, very powerful, a little more expensive because you're getting that top real estate on Amazon, uh, but very, very powerful. And you can really get a lot of sales using these ads. Now I refer to these two also as sponsored video ads, because you can now, as of last year, include videos in these ads and where these usually show up are in the middle of the search results. So the rest of the sponsor brands are at the very top. Sponsor videos show up right in the middle and it's really engaging. Have you seen these, Matt, out there, the videos? Well, I
0: know for our uh, coffee brand, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we actually have one of those running. Our advertising team kind of pointed it out to us. It's just scroll down. It's actually really nice. They did a really great job. Scroll down in the middle of the page when you search for, you know, say low acid coffee or organic coffee, and you would see our video just starts auto playing right there on the page and looks super nice. Yeah, those are great. Uh, What we've seen, they convert really well, uh, really engaging. And one of
1: the things we always talk about in advertising, especially on Amazon, is try to make your product stand out. The same is true for your ads. If you have a video ad and usually only one shows up on the entire page, it definitely stands out and will get a lot of attention on Amazon. Now, the next type of ad is something called sponsored display ads. Uh, so for those of you who are selling on Amazon, you can see these three that I talked about when you click on the advertising menu. You'll see the first one to create is sponsored products, the next one is sponsored brands, and then the third one is sponsored display. The way that I think of this in general is kind of a retargeting ad. Mm. Uh, that's primarily how people use these. So if you want to target people who have already viewed your products, you sponsor display because the Amazon will show them to the people. You, you actually have a lot of control over this. Which products did they view? What was the time period? How long ago was it since they viewed it? And then you get to tell which products you want the, to show out there. The other nice thing about this is you have some control over the creative. Uh, Where sponsored products, can't change anything about the ad they see. They're gonna see your product, the price, and the name of this. Under sponsored display, you can put whatever image you want up there. So it can be a lifestyle image. It doesn't have to be just your product on a, black, on a plain white background, you control a headline. So it can be something a little more engaging. Uh, and then you also control a little tagline below that as well. And then that way it's a much more engaging type of ad out there. So if you're targeting customers who've seen your product, you can, and they've looked at it before, and you think that there's a chance to reconvert them, you can tailor that message to them. And so, is, is sponsored yeah. display only inside of Amazon? Ah, great question. No, it's not. So um, you can control where you want it to be. So there is sponsored display in Amazon. There's also sponsored display Outside of Amazon. Mm. What I've seen when I'm running these ads, uh, it used to be when they started out just outside of Amazon, mm. the conversion rate was horrible. Yeah. So um, I believe they use like a lot of the Google Display Network. If you're aware of that, that's simply anyone who creates a website out there can be a part of Google's advertising platform where they'll put banner ads or a little pop up, not pop up, little ads on your site. And if people click on them, they get paid. So your ad used to just show it to all these. Other, you know, websites all over the world and then every time someone clicked on it, you would get charged and that traffic typically isn't that great. That's my experience. Maybe it's working really well for other people, but for us, the best type of retardant are those on Amazon, mm-hmm. re-showing your ad to those people on, on on Amazon. Another thing you can do in sponsored display ads is you can also target products directly and categories directly. <clears throat> so, um, what you do is you go out there, you can research your competitors You can find out which ones you believe that you have a chance to beat. Let's imagine competitors that are a lot more expensive than you or competitors that have a a worse ranking or rating than you. Uh, Maybe you have a four and a half star product. They have three and a half stars. You can search for and target those products specifically so that your product will show up when others are looking for theirs. It's a great way to really get a high converting ad because if you know that you can beat this other seller, you know, nine out of 10 times, then target that specific seller and your ad will show up on there. And again, you control the creative. Um, So that's another way to use sponsor display ads as well and we see these getting better and better over time again started off didn't seem to work very well but now these are becoming a really high converting traffic source for us not high volume but very high converting so it's another nice way to add additional sales to your business. Uh, The next one then is going to be called stores. I mentioned this because uh, this is not technically an advertising or type of advertising platform on Amazon. But when I went and did a lot of research on Amazon advertising, uh, I noticed that they consider stores as part of their advertising platform right up there with sponsored display products and brands. So stores are only for brand owners and allows you to showcase all of your products. It's completely free, that's the nice thing about it. You go to your brand dashboard, you can create a store, you can talk about you know, your, your brand story, you can put videos on this page, you can highlight the products that you want to, you can create multiple versions of these. So if you have a special Uh, Holiday store instead of going out there and trying to like scurry and get it all done in time You can create a well ahead of time and then when the holidays come around you can turn it on If you uh, do a lot of seasonal sales maybe during the springtime or summer Summer you can actually create these stores and have them ready to go and switch between them So they've gotten a lot better than they used to be in the past and again Completely free and uh, allow you to really showcase the brand the way that you
0: want to I don't know have you guys set up a store yet for your brand Matt? Not that I know of. I don't think so. I think we focus mainly on the first couple of these advertising sources so far. Gotcha. What what I've seen in the past is you're allowed
1: to or you can send traffic straight to stores if you're paying for traffic. As a matter of fact, it used to be when the sponsored brands, uh, one of the main places they wanted you to send traffic to was to stores, Mm. Um, but we never saw them convert very well. So. what we do is we have stores for our brands, um, but we don't pay anything for them. We just let them show up in results because stores will show up in some search results. When when they when Amazon feels that your brand is important, they'll still show the store. So it's a good thing to do. It's free. You might as well create
0: an Additional source of traffic it doesn't cost you anything. And so far, you know, we've covered four different kinds of these. Where do you think people should put most of their focus initially? Definitely sponsored products
1: is the number one. It's still the bread and butter. I would say that 80% or more of all of our advertising spend goes towards sponsored products. Mm -hmm. It's the easiest to use. It's the easiest to track. You can tell exactly what's converting, what's not converting. Uh, You don't need any special software. I think you and I have talked about a few. there's, There's a few software platforms out there that you can... Um, I guess sign up for and they'll help you manage sponsored products but you don't need them. With the reports that Amazon gives you, pretty much every week you can download exactly how your ads have been performing and you can uh, see which search terms are not working and turn them off and see which search terms are working and bump them up more. So it's a very scalable, very easy way to get traffic. That's the first one that I would focus on. The next after that would be then sponsored brands. Mm. Just because um, if you have a brand, It's a really high converting type of traffic. It can be expensive. Don't spend a lot of money on it because those clicks for that headline search at the very top or those video searches can be expensive. But if you have a high converting product, that's where I'd focus on the next. And then the third one would be the sponsored display. Again, spend a little money. The less you spend on sponsored display when it out, the better. Um, I made a mistake. I spent a lot of money thinking, oh, it's retargeting. It's gonna convert like crazy and I was spending, I don't know, a dollar to a click, and it was not converting like crazy. Mm. Um, best thing is to test small and slowly increase your, uh, your bids per click, and then you'll finally get to a point where you see it's converting. Again, you can't really, the one, what we've seen at least, you can't scale sponsor display apps because you're primarily doing it off the of retargeting, so it's based upon how much traffic you're already getting. Uh, that's why I say don't focus on as much as the other two, sponsor brands, uh, sponsor products, and then sponsor brands. And then stores, sure, if you have time, Great one, doesn't cost you anything, but don't spend any money sending traffic to it.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, so then it looks like we have two more final advertising.
1: Yeah, so the other one is called Amazon DSP. I used to think it meant Amazon display. I thought I had people like referring to it, but what it really means is Amazon demand side platform. Uh, And so this used to only be available to vendors and really large sellers and what involved is hiring Amazon's own internal advertising team and they would run a campaign for you. They create these uh, creatives for you or these, these ads that they would show to all these websites outside of Amazon and they would charge you per, you know, impressions. So you'd be spending per thousand impressions that charge a certain amount and they would give you all kinds of tracking over what's working, what's not working. Uh, I believe the minimum spend used to be around 20 or $30,000 to do one of these campaigns, kind of crazy. We did it around the holidays several years back and barely broke even. Um, definitely was not a good use of our cash back then at least. Uh, I haven't tried it since then, but I may do it because what Amazon DSP has done lately is opened up your own self-serve platform. So instead of having to go through Amazon's internal team, which can be really slow getting information back, like you imagine like they, they don't have the ability to go in there on demand, look and tell you exactly what's working, what's not working. You email them, they get back to you within a few days uh, and then you don't get a chance that often to talk to them. So it's really slow getting information back. Now you can actually do self-service where you create your own different creatives, you target which websites you want to, and you have much more control over it. You have to apply for this. They don't just give it to everyone, but if you go to Amazon's advertising page, uh, you can apply for it and try out Amazon DSP. However, if we're talking about like the order priority, what I would like do all these things. This is at the, you know, near the very bottom mm-hmm. at least because everything else is much more scalable. is much more easy to control. This one still got to spend a lot of money to try out. So I would be, unless you're a big brand, I would not do that. Yeah. Now, the final one I mentioned, I've never used this one. Just gonna throw this out there. Amazon audio ads, only because Amazon talks about how this is something that they're starting to focus on. For those of you who have an Amazon Alexa or who listen to Amazon Music, uh, these ads show up on the Amazon paid, not pay, yeah, the, uh, the advertising music site. So a lot of people listen to Amazon Music for free, and they do that by just you know agreeing to listen to some ads between songs. You can actually have Amazon advertise your products audio-wise, like on a radio ad, uh, through their music platform and then maybe get some traffic. Again, haven't tried this one. I have advertised on radio myself um, with mixed results as well, just not as big of a return on the investment as these other platforms we talked about. But if you're looking for something new to try out, that could be something you test out by going to Amazon's advertising page and seeing what's involved. Again,
0: haven't used it, but maybe it might be a hidden traffic source that people really aren't using much right now. Okay, cool. So we've kind of talked about six different options for Amazon advertising. To kind of wrap up, I guess, and simplify, let's talk about general strategy. So you mentioned, you know, sponsored products is probably the first thing. If somebody's fairly new to selling on Amazon, say they've got a product up and running, like what do you think they would do first? Like what's what's most important for them to do and like how would they manage it for the best results? Yeah,
1: and it can be pretty simple when you're starting off. Uh, First thing to do is do some keyword research. Uh, in order to do that, we use a tool called Zoof, you know, mm-hmm. just fully aware that we're, you know, we work with, with the owner of Zoof and uh, we're involved with that company there. So it's that maybe one of the reasons why it's our, our preference, but it is an awesome tool. Uh, you can easily go out there and do keyword research on your competitors. That's the first thing I would do. If you're selling a coffee mug, go search all the top selling coffee mugs. You put that product into Zoof and it'll tell you the best search terms that all your competitors are getting traffic for and they're converting for, they're actually getting sales for. it. I would start off with maybe three to five of the best search terms and put those into a manual sponsored product search campaign in order to start getting some traffic and test it out. Don't spend a lot of money, spend 10, 20 bucks a day, just kind of test the waters and see if your product is converting well for those search terms. At the same time, I'd put another small amount into an auto search campaign as well. Very simple, there's nothing you need to do other than you know, give a, a budget, a daily budget, let's say it's 10, $20, tell Amazon your product and let them go run with it. And then once you have both of those very simple campaigns working and running, I would each week go in and pull down the the different reports that Amazon gives you and just see which search words are working for your product. And again, very simple we talked before. For ones that aren't working, let's say that you've gotten 10 clicks and no sales, turn them off. For search terms that are working for you, consider increasing the bid so you get more and more traffic. Because because it's an auction out there, whoever in general has the highest bid will get more clicks. So if you have a search term that's working really well for your product, consider increasing that bid slowly until you get to that point where you know, you're just breaking even with that search term. Now, don't worry about breaking even because what happens is when you're paying for advertising on Amazon, you may break even on ads, but that's gonna increase your rankings organically and get you more sales that more than make up for it. So our target, usually, break even on ads and the, the, all the other halo effect of that uh, really increases your sales
0: overall to more make up where you're spending on there. And when you start seeing keywords working on the ad side, do you go back and change anything on your listing? Uh, you know, sometimes we'll do that because especially on the auto side, you will see
1: that Amazon will come up with search terms you never thought about mm. uh, that you wouldn't even think are relevant for your search term. A lot of times those search terms are for related products. Uh, we sell a lot of camping products. We don't sell a tent but we seem to do very well advertising on tents. Um, And so we found that that's something that we added to our listings as well. You can go out there and say works great for putting it inside your tent. Um, You definitely can go out there and see what's working and then put those into your listing. Again, don't make them front and center because that's not your, well, in our situation, it may not be your product, but fit it into your listing where it makes sense because Amazon will give you more clicks and increase your ranking when they see your listing has search terms that people are searching for.
0: Okay, and then yeah, I guess the last thing is on the software side, um, you've tried a lot of different software. I've only tried one or two different softwares, but you've pretty much tried almost every major PPC software out there, and I guess your kind of conclusion is that like pretty much all of them are not worth it, yeah. um, regardless of price. Some are cheap, some are expensive, but it just doesn't really seem to be worth it. I mean, one one that we kind of wrote an article about on our blog at amazing.com is um, Quartile. Mm-hmm which you had a lot of experience with. I kind of like interviewed you for that article and um, even that one, but you said that maybe that one is different for kind of a little bit of a different product setup than you have.
1: Yeah, so for me, we have a lot of very similar products. Quartile does a great job at testing out uh, where to send your money into which products and which ones are converting the best. But for our our, our brands, we have a lot of products that can range from prices from $15 up to $100. So as you can imagine, on Amazon, people tend to buy the cheaper products more. So as Quartile was optimizing our ads, it recognized that and started sending all the traffic towards the cheaper products. Totally understand why it happened, because in their mind, these were converting much better. However, we don't make as much profit off the cheaper products. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to send more traffic to the more expensive one, even though we knew that it would convert less. But at the end of the day, that's what mattered to us. So it didn't work out for us because they're all about optimizing. Again, do a good job of that. Uh, But for our particular brand, we have a lot of the same products it doesn't work as well. If you have multiple, you have one product, it can work pretty good. And if you have different products that are completely different, it can also work pretty well. We know that um, Thrasio, one of the big companies out there buying up Amazon FBA businesses, they use Quartile to run their businesses. So clearly Quartile does work for a lot of brands out there. If you get it configured right, right. Uh, just for me, personally it didn't work. It's also very expensive. Uh, it was a couple thousand dollars a month. It's all based upon how much you're actually spending on advertising. Uh, but again, it might be something to test out. doesn't hurt to
0: try it. Um, and you know, it, it just seemed that for my particular business, it wasn't the right one. Okay, cool. So uh, yeah, hopefully that helps everyone kind of understand the sort of uh, general game plan and your options for Amazon advertising. Uh, if you have any questions about Amazon ads, about anything related to e-commerce selling on Amazon that you want us to answer in a future episode, head over to amazing.com branded. That's B-R-A-N-D-E-D. There's a little form on there. You can ask us questions and Mike and I will try to answer them on a future episode. So uh, thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.